morning, everybody. How's it going? Welcome to Hope Community Church. We're glad you're here. Glad you're hanging out with us. Um, if you haven't done so, why don't you go ahead and share this uh, on your page. Share this with your friends and family, those in your neighborhood. Uh, this is Hope Community, and wherever you're at right now, you're having Hope Community. You're a part of this. We have made Hope Community a verb, so to speak. You're Hope Commuting. Commuting. I don't know. You're doing Hope Community right there uh, where you're at. You're a part of our family, and we thank you for being here with us. If it's your first time, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, we see you and we value you, and uh, we want you to know that you're a part of us. And uh, feel free to comment and post things here. Uh, and uh, Lindsay is is on the comments. She, she'll answer. Uh, there, I know there's some other folks uh, that connect with us a lot, and they'll they'll jump in as well. So thank you guys. If you got any questions or anything you want to talk about, uh, any prayer requests or anything like that, jump in here, and uh, and and we'll do that. Uh, just so you know, a little update on our family. We're doing pretty good. Um, little fatigue still going on, but honestly, everything else in the midst of all that, doing pretty good. Uh, so thank you guys for your prayers. I ask that you would continue to pray for, I'm just going to be honest with you, there is probably about 25 people that I know of um, in a close circle of folks uh, that have coronavirus right now, have COVID. Uh, they're fighting it. They're getting through it. Um, and so we need your help. Um, well, we really need, need you to help pray too, okay? And so if, if you're dealing with this virus as well and you're walking through this with us, then hey, post in here and just say, hey, could you pray for us as well? We'll do so. Um, I, I have been trying to figure out what in the world we're going to do um, this, this today. Um, my heart's real heavy. Um, you know, uh, since the end of the year, I always try to work on what we're going to be doing for the next couple months and putting things together. And honestly, with, um, everything that's been going on from, you know, us moving to a new house and then, um, uh, mom and dad getting COVID and then dad passing away and then walking through all of that. And then, um, uh, COVID hitting our family and then also, you know, working with, you know, everything else that's going on around us at the moment. And so, you know, it just seems like trying to put together a series at the moment is lame, if I can be real. Um, uh, I, like you, watch stuff play out on Wednesday. Uh, and it's kind of hard to put words to what we saw. But here's the thing, and this is something that the church is going to have to wake up about, and it's something that the church is going to have to, if it wants to move forward, and if it wants to be the hope dealers that we were intended to be, then we are going to have to call out stuff, and we are going to have to be honest, and we are going to have to repent, change our minds the way we've thought about things, and move forward. So number one is this. What happened on Wednesday was nothing more than terrorism. We have to make that statement as a church. 
Number two, we have to say that the symbols that we saw in those pictures were symbols of white supremacy. They were symbols of racism. There was also symbols of the church and Christianity. Those two were mixed, and that is a major uh, upsetting thing. Uh, that should shock you, that should upset you, and that should make you want to voice out and say, uh-uh, no, that is not who we are, and that is wrong. Um, we also saw um, the Confederate flag, and I I'm a huge history buff, okay? And and I've been to D.C. a, a gazillion times, and I've been in those halls, and I watched and I saw people carrying the Confederate flag in places in front of paintings, in front of in, in front of things, and honestly, I teared up because it had never happened. That flag had never been flown inside that building, ever. And it was brought in by a group of white supremacists, terrorists, um, you know, upset. And and we, we, we cannot continue and say, well, it's just a group of people that were upset about an outcome of something. No, we we have to call it for what it was. It was extreme terrorism. And because there were symbols of the church in those videos and in those pictures, we, we're going to have to step up and say, that is not who, uh, that is not a representation of Christ. And so we're going, I, I, we're going to have to raise our voices and we're going to have to, and I'm not talking about getting into arguments on Facebook and social media, because that's just, it doesn't work. It's not helping. And in the middle of, of the pandemic, it just makes things worse. I'm talking about in conversations when we have with our children, we have to teach them. We have to teach them the way of love. We have to raise them in a way, um, you know, a churchy term would be we have to raise them right in the ethics and the theology of the kingdom. But really, if we just want to be real, we just need to teach them in the ways of love. Okay, that's just being real. That's just being simple. Um, and when we're having conversations with our family and friends and they start bringing up these extreme fringe ideas, we are going to have to stand up and say that is not the way of Christ. That is not the way of love. That is not the way that human beings were intended to live. We are going to have to start seeing and valuing people the way God values and sees people, and that is created in his image. So as the church, we're going to have to move forward, and we're going to have to start being the voice of hope in all these situations. You know, I wanted to I wanted to get on today and I wanted to, to not talk about this because you know me. I don't like things like this. I'm a nine. I do not like conflict. I do not like talking about stuff like this that might rub somebody the wrong way. But honestly, it's time to get over stuff like that. I'm not talking about starting arguments with people. I'm not talking about fighting. and uh, But I'm talking about we got to be real and we're going to have to be the ones that step up. And be what 1 Corinthians 13 talks about. I read it last week, and I'm going to read it again this week, because we need to know what the way of love is. It is the foundation of hope. It is the foundation of faith. The action of hope, right? That's faith. That's that movement. The foundation is love. And if love is not the foundation, we're just a clanging cymbal and a sounding brass. I know, it's hard, right? deep breaths. This has been, I, I, I cannot think of a time in my life in the last few years where I have not felt 
where I have felt this much anxiety and confusion and fear. Um, I'm just being honest with you. Um, you pile on top of that, you know, stuff, you know, just recently that's happened to my family personally. And then everything else that you see in front of you that you, you know, it, it's hard. One of the hardest things about going through COVID is not so much the sickness as it is the anxiety and fear and the, and this isolation of it. And my, my uh, encouragement to you in the midst of all of this is one, we have each other. That's number one. We do. We have each other. Those of you that connect on here on Hope Community, you're a part of us. And I want you to know that you can contact us at any time uh, through Instagram, through Facebook, through, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever ways, Messenger, talking in, or in the comments. You have a way to connect with us. And you can also connect in the group that we have. And we can talk about things and we can be real. And, and you can share that you're, you're scared and upset and, and fearful. There's no shame in those feelings. And we can talk about it. We can send texts to one another and 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 lift each other up. It's one of the one of the um, the 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 things that has helped us here in this moment over the last couple of weeks and everything that we went through is just getting some random texts from folks that I hadn't even heard from for a while. But it's been good to hear. Hey, how are you doing? We're praying for you. Uh, 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 you need anything? Um, and we need to continue that as a family with one another. We need to remind one another that we're, uh, this is number two, we need to remind one another that, that we are carriers of hope. We are hope dealers. And even when we feel down and depressed and hurt, there's still more hope in us to give. Because the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, God is continually, continuing to pour His love into us. And it's, it's filling us up to where we can then pour that out. So when it feels like you ain't got any more to give, trust me, you, you, you got more. You can just let it flow. Let that hope flow from you. Um, I was trying to think what my third point was. <laughs> I had them rolled out and then I, and, and I kind of lost it, but that's all right. Uh, my, my third, I, I'll, we'll just, I'm, I'll just, I'm, I'm not going to make it up when I do it off the cuff. Kind of remember what I did. But my, my third point today is this. Love wins that's a good third point love wins it always does when Jesus was confronted by religious leaders who also were political leaders they had married empire and the church together they tried to trick Jesus and they confronted him and they said what's the greatest commandment and there's a whole conversation there, and it, what comes out is love God with everything you got. That's number one. Number two is love your neighbor as yourself. And so when you analyze those two things that Jesus says basically lays a foundation for the entire way of love, when you look at those, you see that there's love God with everything. 
The reason why you can love him is because he pours his love out for all humanity. So there's this great exchange taking place of agape. Now that great exchange of agape, what happens is you begin to see you for who you really are. You're able to actually love you for who you were created to be. And you start stepping into being love. And as you become love and you act on that love that you've received from the creator, what happens is you begin to see other people as they have been created, as, the, as, as God sees them, and you begin to love them. See, when we operate in the way of love, it always wins. So, here's my challenge for 2021. I'm going to read 1 Corinthians 13 here in a second. I read it last week. I'm going to read it again. I'm going to read it from a different translation. I'm going to, I'm going to bring it out. But my challenge to you is that we are going to have to confront what's happening. It's been happening. It's not something that's been going on for four years. It's something that's been going on really for the last 30, maybe even 50 years. And that is the marriage of church and empire. We've been down this road before in the past where the church married empire and it launched humanity into the dark ages. And now we're sitting on the cusp of history once again and we're going to have to make a decision. Are we going to continue to try to marry something that shouldn't be together, church and empire? Or are we going to be who we are meant to be? And that's hope dealers. The ones that are the way of love. That's my challenge. My challenge to you is to walk in the way of love. So, closing with 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Hope dealer, if you ever wanted to know what is the creed, the code, what is the way, 1 Corinthians 13 is the way. It says this, if I speak with human eloquence and angelic ecstasy, but don't love, I'm nothing but a creaky, but the creaking of a rusty gate. If I speak God's word with power, revealing all his mysteries and making everything plain as day, and if I have faith that says for um, a mountain to jump and it jumps, but I don't love, I'm nothing. If I give everything I own to the poor and even go to the stake to be burned as a martyr, but I don't love, I've gotten nowhere. So no matter what I say, what I believe, and what I do, I'm bankrupt without love. Love never gives up. Love never cares more for others than for self. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. Love doesn't strut, doesn't have a swelled head, doesn't force itself on others, isn't always me first, doesn't fly off the handle, doesn't keep score of the sins of others, doesn't revel when others grovel, takes pleasure in the flowering of the truth, Puts up anything, trusts God's always, always looks for the best, never looks back, but keeps going to the end. Love never dies. Inspired speech will be over someday. Praying in tongues will end. Understanding will reach its limits. We know only a portion of the truth. And what we say about God is always incomplete. But when the complete arrives, our incompletes will be canceled. Do you want to know what complete is? Everybody's always like, what does that mean, complete? Complete is love. When love 
arrives, when love arrives, our incompleteness is canceled. That's so good. Sorry, I had to do a footnote. When I was an infant, when I was an infant, I gurgled and cooed like an infant. When I grew up, I left those infant ways for good. We don't see things clearly. We're squinting in a fog, peering through a mist. But it won't be long before the weather clears and the sun shines bright. We all see it. We will see it all then. See it all clearly as God sees us, knowing Him directly, just as He knows us. But for right now, until the until that completeness, we have. Three things to do to lead us towards that consummation. Trust steadily in God. Hope unswervingly. And love, hear me, love extravagantly. We'll see that again. Trust steadily in God. Hope unswervingly. And love extravagantly. And the best of the three is love. The best of the three is love. So, if you're tuning in today, or tuning in sometime this week and you're watching this, I want you to know you've encountered a community that is determined in 2021 to walk in the way of love, to move forward. To be beacons of hope. To be. To be. Uh, those. That would want everyone to understand. That they are created in the image of the creator. And that they are loved deeply. My heart is that we would move from this. Treasonous thing that happened on Wednesday. This thing that had so many symbols of the church everywhere. That we would be ashamed of it, call it out, and walk away from it. And actually be who we were intended to be. That's my heart and prayer. And going forward from this moment, I want you to know that when we come together through all the things that we do as Hope Community... Uh, through little things that we throw out during the week to when we get back to doing the dwelling on uh, one night of the week and when we come together on Sunday, what we're going to be talking about is we're going to talk, talk about the hope rebellion. We got to get back to being able to be, to live as humans together again, rebelling against the cynicism and the, and the craziness and the junk and the hate with hope, love, and faith. That's what we're going to be doing here going forward. I hope you continue with us in this journey. I want you to know we love you. We care for you. <laughs> Sorry, my kids are dancing right, right, like right off for me. We want you to know. Here, come here, Rowan. Come here, Rowan. Here, come here and help me. Tell everybody that say I love you. We love you. We care for you guys. And seriously, if you need anything, please drop something in the comments. Or send us a message. If we can't do it, I say this like all the time. If we can't do it, we will try our hardest to get you in touch with somebody that can. And if you're dealing with stuff and your mental stability and you're in your thinking thoughts of, of hurting yourself or anything like this, I want you to know you have folks that love you. 
please contact us and we will get you in touch with a professional. We'll get you in touch with someone who can talk to you and help you through this. Uh, if you need uh, a helpline or whatever, listen, we can, we can connect you. We know people that work in that field. We know people that, that operate those phones and, and we can connect you with them and you can talk to them. We don't want you to go through this alone. I, I, I don't know. My, I'm just heartbroken knowing some folks and having some friends that when they saw some things this past week, it triggered some stuff and caused them to feel a certain way and, and want to do th certain things and lose hope. And I want you to know that you're not alone and that you can, you can make it. We're here for you and we will connect you with folks that can help you more than just us saying, yeah, you can do it, but like legit professional. And there's no shame in that. The church has got to get over that. There's no shame in admitting, hey, I'm having some issues and I need help. So once again, hey, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, check out um, this week on Facebook and Instagram. We're going to be dropping some stuff to kind of help us carry this vibe, carry this hope into uh, this new season. Thank you guys. Hey, we're done.